Hey everyone, thanks for joining us today on O-Face Wrestling. This is your host, JT, and today I'm joined by Mighty Myra. So thanks for joining us today, Myra. Thank you for having me. Super excited to be here. Uh, you are very welcome. I'm super excited to have you part of the show. So uh, I just want to get like right to the question. So I'm, I, I want to know like about your the Mighty Myra name. Like, Where did the, the name and your character come from? Um, so Myra is my middle name. Um, and while I would be training with my trainer, Scoot Robertson, he would always just say like, you're so tiny, you're so tiny. And then I was just like, you know what, like, he keeps calling me tiny. I'm like, my character, I always wanted it to be someone who's like an underdog, but like, no, like, I can actually beat you up if I have to. So I was like, you know what, let's go with like tiny, but mighty. So yeah, I'm tiny, but I am mighty. So <laughs> kind of like like Mighty Mouse, I'm assuming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I actually had a lot to play with it too. Okay, that's what I figure, but I, I just had to ask anyway. Mm -hmm. So now I kind of want to go a little bit, you know, in the beginnings of your wrestling days. So like what was your initial like inspiration to wanting to become a professional wrestler? Um, so I would always watch it with my brothers and then, you know, I, I became a fan and then like that aha moment, my Eureka moment was when I kind of grabbed one of their ECW DVDs and I wasn't really allowed to watch because, you know, not the most PG, but while they were at work, like I kind of grabbed one and I saw Rob Van Dam and I just thought like, that's who I want to be like. So he was like the biggest inspiration for me. Like I wanted to be like Rob Van Dam so bad when I was 10 years old. Now doing it, I'm like, you know what? I don't know. That's a little hard, but you know, 10 year old me was like, I want to be him. Yeah. And that's funny because RVD just got inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame. So about time, but yeah, it's so actually excited. kind of. Yeah, me too. I, I was waiting for that to happen. I didn't know if he was going to come back for like one last run or not. I, I guess they're not going to do that. Um, but it, I mean, obviously, like you can be inducted into the Hall of Fame and still wrestle for WWE. But like, I thought maybe they'd have him like do one more run or something. At it, at least I thought they would have might have like had him like be like a special entrant in the Royal Rumble. But yeah, I, I that would have been cool. That would have been cool. Um, I did hear this was probably like two years ago. Supposedly he's had concussion issues in the past. And, you know, WWE is kind of funny with like allowing people to wrestle with, you know, a history of concussions. I don't know if that's true or not, but I remember seeing that on the Internet. But at the same time, you know, you know, you cannot you know, believe everything you hear on the Internet. But I, I did remember hearing that. So I didn't know if that had anything to do with it. But either way, he's a Hall of Famer. And I think that's pretty dope. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I was super excited. My brothers were like, look, your favorite is inducted now. I'm like, yes. So you being a big Rob Van Dam fan and you know him, you know, he's known for the hardcore stuff at ECW. Have you ever been a part of any like hardcore matches or anything like that yet? Not yet, but I really want to. Like, that's one of my goals. Like, I, I want to be in those types of matches. And so just what see would... what activity I can come up with. So what would be like your dream kind of like stipulation match like that you would want to be a part of? I, I don't know. There's I want to do them all. But I think one of my absolute favorites have always been like the ladder matches. I always thought like those are pretty cool. Can um, you 
I think like no DQs are like really cool because like anything goes, you know, so you never know what's going to happen. Can you see yourself doing like an RVD and jumping off the top of the ladder doing like a frog splash or anything like that? I used to try, yeah. <laughs> like that's just like one of the things like I've always wanted to do, like something crazy like him. Yeah, it, it seems like it, it doesn't seem as high as you would think it is. But when you because I remember when I was climbing the ladder to um, get to my attic when I was younger, I remember like when I got to jump, like this is actually higher than, you know, you think. And it gets it, scary. Yeah. Like it, even like when we would have like ladders set up with grandpa was doing like yard work, I would climb up there just to see him like I'm having like a like a little anxiety attack. I'm like, how do they do this? <laughs> A lot of confidence and a lot of practice. I, I yeah. just can like, I, I've always thought like, how do you like practice on a ladder? I'm, I'm guessing maybe they had like a whole bunch of like cushions or like a bed or, or something like that at oh, the bottom, me. you know, but yeah, like that, that's, if, uh, if I were a wrestler, I don't know if I would do the high flying stuff. I would be kind of, I'll be honest with you. I'd be scared that I'd land the wrong way and stuff like that. Like I, I'm one, oh, yeah. one, yeah, I don't want to get hurt or anything like that. But part of me would like to do like some kind of like hardcore stuff. Like, I don't know if you've ever seen the guy on social media, but he's like, he does all these stunts all the time. He's all like superhuman. He always like, oh yeah, the juggalo yeah. guy. Yeah. Like he's always doing this crazy stuff. Part of me would like to do something like that like once, but not like on a regular basis. Cause I know like Mick Foley, for example, like he did all that crazy stuff in his career and he had a pretty short career you see like how bad oh, yeah. he got so now my uh next question for you is i saw that you also not only wrestle but you also ref so like how did that happen did the refer the, the refereeing and all that did that did that come before the wrestling after the wrestling like how did you get into that um, so that actually became before the wrestling. Um, my trainers are super like big on like paying your dues and like just learning every single aspect of wrestling. And so they're already kind of teaching me how to ref. Um, and then when Glam was around, um, it's a promotion kind of like connected with Hood Slam and um, like it's an all women show pretty much. And um, they um the one of the main guys there Anton he was like hey do you ref by chance and I'm like you know I can try it out on a show like I've been practicing it you know so um but unfortunately like they already had it like advertised and stuff like that that I was like making my ref debut there but then the pandemic happened so you know that kind of screwed everything up and then um somewhere down the line like just the mission pro wrestling like opportunity came like to ref there. So that was pretty cool. Like I was like kind of sad that like I never got to do my refing like for glam or anything like that. But like once that opportunity came, like I kind of got like kind of like that confidence back and that excitement, you know? Exactly. And that's funny that you mentioned glam and hood slam because I actually watched hood slam for the first time january of last year like right before the um pandemic happened and i remember i saw the glam event i remember that was really good i remember um that that's the first time i saw head of monroe wrestle i know holiday wrestled there and and then they were supposed to be i think they did like the glam thing like once every month i believe and the next one i remember for the next month i was really excited for but then that's when it, the pandemic really you I know, know. went in full force and i and i and they postponed it and still hasn't happened um but yeah, so like when it comes to refereeing, like tell me a little bit about like the preparation that you have to do before like a match. Like what do you have to do to get yourself prepared to do that? 
Um, I don't know like why, but I kind of get like a little more nervous than I do to wrestle like refing. Like I have no idea why. I think it's just because like the aspect of like you have to be serious, but you can't be too serious to where like you're not engaged with the match, you know. Um before I ref, I kind of just go to any referees around me. I'm like, hey, like give me some pointers, please. And like they kind of like calm the nerves down and stuff, you know. Um because it's big, like, even with your positioning, like, I've been told, like, you slouch too much, like, you're small, like, you're just making yourself look smaller. So, like, all these different things that, like, you wouldn't think of, but they do play a big part. And, like, I notice the difference when I watch myself ref. Like, I'm like, oh, they they were right about that. Like, that angle wasn't good. But when I fix it, you know, it looked better. So, yeah, exactly. Like, refs play a huge role in the match, other than, you know, people say, oh, they just stand there and count the one, two, three, like you have to look the part. You get to make sure that you're obviously not getting hit by the wrestlers. You know, I've seen it in, in WWE, like referees get ran over, even in like the NFL, I've seen where a football player trembles over a referee. Like, you know, you got to make, you know, you have to have that self-awareness and all that. I know every promotion is different, but I know like some promotions, you have to have the earpiece in, in your ear, you know, the, I guess of any audibles or anything like that happens and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So um, is that how it was in Mission Pro? Did you have like a, someone talking to you in the ear or anything like that? They didn't, no. Um, I know that the shows prior, I believe they did, but then at my show, they I think they just had wiring issues, so they decided to cut it for now. So it wasn't anything like that, um, which I kind of wish I had because I don't know, maybe it would have made me feel a little bit more like with the more direction on what I'm doing or like if they like where my position is and all that. So it was kind of just, I was just winging it. <laughs> <laughs> so um, speaking of like, you know, you mentioned like where you trained that they wanted to kind of make you like an all around performer stuff like that. So did they teach you anything about like commentary or anything like that as well? They haven't not yet. Um, they were getting to that point and like kind of possibly teaching me how to like ring announce and stuff like that. But then like, they haven't been open since like, I want to say April. So I been kind of like directing my training towards somewhere else um, where we haven't had that much time to like focus on anything else than the wrestling and wrestling. So. Gotcha. Yeah. That's, that's definitely totally understandable, but I do like the fact that, you know, they do teach you more than just wrestling because it's good knowing this stuff, like if hypothetically, and I hope it would never happen, but if you were to get like injured and never be able to wrestle again, you got the referee experience and all that kind of stuff in your back pocket. So you could still exactly. stay in the business. And it also opens up more opportunities for bookings like Mission Pro, like they need a ref. There you go. You know, so I think that's really cool learning all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, most definitely. So now for my next question. So I have to ask, so, so far in your wrestling career, what would you say is like the biggest challenge so far when it comes to being a professional wrestler? Oof, there's so many. Um, I would say just like looking like you're confident in there because a lot of the times, like I think I'm doing like somewhat of a good job of like showing like, hey, like I'm a poor West pro wrestler, like I'm larger than life. But then other people are like, you know, you did good, but like, show some more like personality show that you belong in there so I think like just kind of the way that you portray yourself and like you know before you even walk up you know is like something that's hard you know to like start that story in a match 
Yeah, exactly. Like confidence is huge in just about everything, like every walks of life and stuff like that. And like when it comes to wrestling, like that really like shows like your star power. I feel like because I remember um, I, I don't know if you remember, but like when NXT, when they would do their takeovers, they would always like film like two dark matches and they would put those dark matches on like the following episode of NXT. And they did a dark match between um, Bianca Belair and Dakota Kai. And this was the first time that, like, Bianca Belair came out in front of, like, a big, large crowd because, like, a takeover crowd. Mm -hmm. And she came out just so much confidence, so much charisma. I remember saying to myself, like, when I saw that, she she is going to be a star. And ever since then, she's been a star. But, like, I just feel like, um, you know, that is key. Like, when – and that, that, you know, um, translate to the crowd, too. When the crowd sees a wrestler – with that much confidence, it kind of, it really stands out, makes them believe, hey, this really is a star kind of thing. So I, yeah. I definitely, that's definitely really important. Um, if your character was hypothetically someone who's not confident, that, that would kind of work out well. Because we've seen wrestlers like that in the past. That's just their gimmick, you know, stuff like that. I can't think of anyone off the top of my head, but I've seen stuff like that before you know so i mean it, it can work as well it just depends but like like i said at the end of the day confidence is the key it is yeah that is actually i think that is probably one of my biggest struggles like just my confidence because i am like not confident at all half the time <laughs> like even when you think i am like i promise you i'm probably not but you know fake it till you make it <laughs> Exactly. And sometimes you just have to do it. Like it's all about the experience and stuff like that. Cause like, I'll be honest with you, like, um, like we previously like talked about, like right before we started this recording about like you had mentioned, I've had all these wrestlers on my show. Um, I've always been like very socially awkward. I've always been shy and nervous to talk to people. So this was like a big challenge to actually like talk to like strangers, basically like people I, I DM'd or whatever online and set up this, you know, recording. And, it like still to this day, I'll be honest with you, I still do get a little nervous. That's just kind of in my demeanor, but like it, it's, I, I, I'm not scared to the point where I can't do it or anything like that. And I feel like I built up that confidence. So it's kind of like, as far as like a wrestler, just like the more you do it, the more easier, more natural it will come to you. Cause you, you just like, it, it's all about like coming out of the bubble and, you know, coming out of your safe zone and stuff like that, your comfort zone, whatever you want to call it. It's good that you figured that out because <clears throat> I'm. this is my first like interview podcast, you know, like so many people have reached out to me, like you were the first one. So it was like first come first serve, but um, <laughs> like I just, I struggle so hard with like, just like talking to people. Cause I, I'm like, so like, I have a lot of anxiety. So like, that's something that I'm kind of like, this is like my first step, like even just being here, like. I was like, oh my gosh, like, I don't know if I can do it, but I just, I was like, no, you have to, you already told them. So this is like my first kind of little stepping stone to like starting to do these types of things. Well, I'm very honored to be the first podcast uh, for you to be featured on. So I think that's pretty cool. But yeah, like, um, it, it's just one of those things like, you know, if you, you know, you really just need to break out of it because it's it like, because I'll, I'll be honest with you, it's, it's not fun. Like I grew up, most of my life being shy anxiety like I have really bad anxiety and kind of just sitting in the back and just kind of being the quiet person just kind of sucks you know I I just you know I especially like when you want to engage with someone you want to have a conversation with them but you're just too scared to do it like I don't want to be that guy anymore like and then I feel like because of the fact that I've always been shy and all that kind of stuff I felt like it's always made conversations a little socially awkward like still to this day if I'm not talking about wrestling 
football or video games or baseball, I suck at conversations. Like that's just kind of <laughs> how I am. Like it, it, I have to be talking about something. Like I just don't, for the love of me, just don't know how just two random people can just go up to each other in a store or a mall and just strike a converse, random conversation. Like I still have not gotten to that level. Right. I'm not at that level either. So <laughs> yes, I mean, practice makes perfect. Like I know as, you know, being a wrestler, it's good doing podcasts. That will definitely, I feel like that would, you know, definitely help your confidence out a lot too. Mm-hmm. so now for the next question so this is one of those um, non-related wrestling questions that I like to throw in there so this could be anything of your choice but what about yourself that's non-wrestling related that you would want you know listeners to know whether you like you're a big Star Wars fan you love the Simpsons you're you love eating pizza like every day or something <laughs> like that whatever you want to share um I actually love to like bake things um, from the time I was 13 to like 17, I had my own like little business and like I would sell like custom cupcakes, cookies, cakes and all that. Like I always loved doing that as a kid. Oh, that's pretty cool. Do you still do it now? Like that's like selling and stuff like that? I don't. Um, but I do it like for family. Like if, you know, my nieces or nephew, like they have any parties coming up, like I'm the one who does their desserts. Oh, that's pretty cool. I know my, um, my friend's wife, he or she um, did like cakes, like custom cakes and stuff like that. And um, I don't know how much she sold them for. We um, we were thinking about doing like a wrestling ring kind of cake for one of my birthdays years ago, but she never got back to my wife about it. But yeah, just like stuff like that. Like, I think that's pretty cool. And if you ever did want to actually grow it I, as a suggestion, um, TikTok. That really helps grow small business. I don't know if you, how familiar you are with TikTok, but you I, I'm obsessed with TikTok. It's pretty bad. Like it's the reason why I'm up till like 2 a.m. just scrolling through. And a lot of my feed actually funny that you mentioned it is baking. Oh, that that is so cool. Yeah, uh, I see so many like um really neat like baking ideas and like all these small businesses like growing and excuse me thriving on tiktok but yeah i'm I'm obsessed with it too when i first heard about it maybe like a year or two ago it was mainly like dancing or like people Mm -hmm. doing like duets and songs i was like eh, this really ain't for me but now people are doing all these neat things like cooking little small like tips and ideas and stuff like that i'm on all the time every night before i go to bed Every day before I go to work, when I'm sitting in like the break room before my shift starts, I'm on TikTok and I, I love it. Like I actually like created um, a separate TikTok for the O-Face Wrestling Podcast. And now I put like clips from wrestling matches and stuff like that I go to and stuff like that. So, and I, there's a few, if you use the right hashtags, like your videos can blow up. I, I posted a video of a, like an intro clip that a wrestler sent me and it got like over 13,000 views. I was like, wow, that's crazy. Like, does that pop? yeah it is cool like tiktok is like it's a new thing and then i don't know i don't have many like personal friends that use it but like it it seems to be really popular though like and i'm trying to get more of my friends into it because i've been making videos on my personal account i want people to see them (laughs) because i I like to do like the funny trends that people do and stuff like that and i I have to ask you too because i i'm sure you've seen this on tiktok and i tried it yesterday for the first time have you seen like the bell pepper sandwiches where people get like the bell pepper and they put like the meat and all have you tried that yet i haven't no i just i can't eat raw bell pepper like i don't know i just they have to be cooked to me like maybe if i grilled the bell pepper first and then did it i would try it but a lot of the times i do it like with raw bell pepper 
Yeah. And I just, I don't know. I. That's what I did yesterday. I, know I got the raw bell pepper. Um, I had mayonnaise, salt, pepper, um, mustard, and chicken. And I didn't really like it too much, to be honest with you. It, it was something I... <laughs> I'm one of those people. I, if something is popular on TikTok, I will try it. Like those Earth Planet gummy things that everyone was doing, I bought them on Amazon and tried them. But yeah, I like to do new things. Um, even um, I saw a girl went to McDonald's and she had them put like coffee creamer in her tea, her sweet tea, and I tried it. And it was so good. Yeah, that it was delicious. I definitely highly some recommend really it. Good. Some of them are a little questionable. <laughs> yeah, there are some weird things that I see people that I won't do. Like, for whatever reason, cutting, like, a milk carton in half is popular. Like, that's something oh, no. I'm not going to do. I, I'm not wasting so milk. Mad. I'm like, you're wasting good milk. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know why that's popular, though. That's the weird thing. Like, why do you want to watch someone cut a carton of milk? Open? Like, There's nothing enjoyable about that. <laughs> so now, uh, next question I got for you. So I got two more. So now the next one is, what are some of your goals that you have in the wrestling business right now? Um, I have so many, but I guess one that like stands out that like people ask me like, like, would you be able to like die the next night happy? And I could say, yeah, if I were to achieve it, but um, wrestle in the Corkin Hall. Like, I think that that would be just so cool, you know. Where is that located at? In Japan oh okay so yeah, japan wrestling i'm not too too familiar with japan wrestling i, I I'll, I'll be honest with you there i know there's um, um what's that promotion that women's promotion um stardom stardom yes yes i've heard a lot of good things one of my friends like really highly recommends it to me the only issue is like there's already so much wrestling out there that i watch it, it it's insane like obviously you know ww it's raw smackdown nxt and then i i'm really big into AEW, and you know um, i really like a uh, what's it called evaluation or um ev- uh, the new one um yeah i know uh Evely- no i don't know i know i uh, now i'm don't... thinking about it i yeah, was just it, watching it i i haven't watched the most i think the one i haven't watched the most of uh, the two most recent episodes but i did watch like the first two or three and i, I like that um i watched impact um um, I try to watch as much indies as I can too. It's just like I just don't have enough room on my plate to add anything else. But I do want to at least check out like one stardom show just to say I gave it a try. But I know like there's some wrestlers from WWE that have come from there. I think Io Shirai came from there. I think um I think Asuka came from there too. So I know they're they're extremely talented. Like I won't deny that. And now for my last and final question, if you were given an opportunity to main event WrestleMania and you could choose any opponent, who would it be? And it doesn't have to be WWE. It could be an AEW, Indies, any, any wrestler that you would want to go toe-to-toe and be most on the grandest stage of them all. Oh, oh my gosh. Um, I think I'm just going to go with my girl, Sasha Banks. Like, I don't know. I just, I feel just such a connection with her. It, it's crazy. Um, like the way that she like sees and loves wrestling. Like that's like how I feel about it. Like when people ask me certain things like about wrestling and like, I'll start to like tear up and stuff. And like, when I watch her interviews, like she's the same way. And I think it's just cause like, there's that, I don't know. There's that connection there, like with wrestling she's very passionate about what she does and like when she won the raw women's title for the first time in like 2016 i think it was 
I personally like my eyes got watery just seeing her emotion and how much it meant to her. Like, um, and that's what I love about like you know a lot of these wrestlers when they win these titles, just seeing how much it means to them. Like, right. it 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 has always low key bothered me when like a, a wrestler wins a title and they just hold it up like it's nothing. Like it's like uh, I I know sometimes they're in character, but like even when Aleister Black won the NXT title, like he was a badass like dark demonic kind of guy and he even kind of started breaking down i was like you know i i'm fine with that i'm fine with the rest if the wrestler breaks character and stuff like mm-hmm. that but sasha you know i say this all the time with social media she's the goat and you cannot go wrong with you know having a match with her because it's she has like a five-star match with everyone like she brings out the best in everyone and i just she's she's the greatest and when she lost that title to Bianca at WrestleMania, even she looked so proud of Bianca. Like she's very humble to the business. And it, it's clearly, she's not one of those. It's about me. She like really cares about women's wrestling as a whole. And I like that. Yeah, I agree. So um, I, I'm going to throw in another question real quick. Um, so out of all the current wrestlers, who would you say is your favorite? And, and it might be Sasha. I don't know, but I'm just going to throw oh, that the question. Current. Oh my goodness. Um, I want to say Kevin Owens. I think it's just because like I watch so much of his Kevin Steen stuff and like, I don't know. I just, every time I see him or like Sami Zayn wrestle, like, I'm just like, this is so cool. Like they were doing it like in front of 50 people before and now look at them, you know, the one of the biggest wrestling companies right now exactly like i'll be honest with you i didn't know kevin owens until he came to nxt but i remember there being like a lot of hype about him and when i saw his debut match at nxt like he really sold me like he instantly became my favorite at the time and um i'm kind of more of a bray wyatt fan now i'll be honest with you but like kevin owens he was just so badass i love the look it was different you know he didn't look like your, your traditional wrestler he was a badass um his feud with Sammy and NXT was amazing. And oh yeah. And so and like, do you, that, like just seeing that feud in like Ring of Honor and all that, and then just seeing it like in a different like setting, it's just cool to me. You know, like they worked hard to get where they are at now. So exactly. And I like the how they kind of threw in like real life stuff into his storyline because you know he had been doing what he had been doing for so long prior to coming to WWE. So like when he feuded with John Cena, which was an amazing feud, by the way, minus him losing the last two matches of that feud, but he was, he did the whole thing, like, because he was like, John Cena, like, I'm not a rookie, like, I've been doing this longer than you, and all this kind of stuff, like, he brought in, like, real life stuff, and and I really liked it, and, ah, man, Kevin Owens is a beast on the mic, I will say that, like, he is great. I would, (laughs) he is still, he's still the best, like, I just, if CM Punk ever came back, I would just love to see them feud and them have like a promo battle because they both they, they they are so similar on the mic. Like everything's, it feels you know generic. It doesn't feel scripted. You know they both are just so good. Especially Kevin Owens because you know he you know he instantly came to WWE and was a, a beast on the mic. He didn't have to be taught. You know I don't know how how many promos he did in Ring of Honor and all that kind of stuff. But typically, I feel like you know you don't see a lot of promos outside of like WWE and all that kind of stuff. But the fact that he was good at it right away I thought was you know really amazing right mm-hmm. so uh with, with Kevin Owens do you prefer him doing the pop-up powerbomb or the stunner as his finisher because I personally miss the pop-up powerbomb yeah I miss the pop-up powerbomb I'm not gonna lie especially like when he would do it like to the apron and all that like yeah 
it, it pissed me off when he did it to John Cena off, you know, outside on the apron and Cena was back like two weeks later. I'm like thinking like when he did this in NXT, it would write, <laughs> it would write people off TV for months. And now like, but yeah, like I, to me, it just, it looked more painful and more, you know, like it would do more damage than the stunner. But I mean, I, I don't mind this stunner, you know. It he just it I, well either way, he, but I, I definitely do good for the pop up power bomb. Yeah, I mean, hopefully he does it again. I know like Seth Rollins was doing the pedigree for a little bit, then he went back to the curb stomp. So maybe he'll go back to it eventually. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I feel like if he turns heel, he'll probably go to it because I feel like the stunner is something he's been doing ever since he's turned face. Yeah. And I actually, like, uh, when I went to a WWE event late in 2019, he was in the main event, and uh, I took, like, a quick picture with him, like, when he was outside the ring and all. Like, I thought that was pretty cool. That's cool. Yeah, I'll I'll send you the picture when we're done. But, yeah, that was a really pretty cool moment. I've never never gotten a picture with a wrestler, like, right outside the ring like that. So I thought that was a pretty cool opportunity as he came over. Oh, really? I think. Yeah. The first thing that happened to me was Alistair Black and Drew McIntyre. They were at a show in um, an NXT show in Sacramento. And they like came over and I was like so happy. I can't remember how old I was at the time. I think like maybe 14. And it was just like one of those cool moments. I'm like, wow, they're real people. Exactly. Yeah. I've been wanting to go to an NXT show so bad. But they don't really tour as much as, you know, the main roster and stuff like that. Obviously, because of COVID, they don't really do. But my one friend, like a few months before the um, pandemic, I think they they went down to um, like South Carolina or something like that. And she got to see um, a lot of the NXT wrestlers. I think like Bianca was down there. Um, I think Aleister Black was down there, too. I, if I remember, but she said she was like amazed at how like they had like all the big stars from NXT there. So I think that was cool. And I definitely want to go to an NXT show one day. Hopefully they come down to Baltimore, but we'll see. Hopefully. I think so. <laughs> but um yeah, um, Myra, that um that wraps up all the questions I have for you. So I just have to thank you so much for joining us today on O Face Wrestling. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. Oh, absolutely. No problem at all. And um, did you want to share your social media with the listeners so they know where to find you at? Yes, I am on Twitter and Instagram at Mighty1Myra. So it's the number one. So Mighty1Myra. All right. So make sure you all follow her on social media. I will put the links below in the bio. And also make sure you give us a sub on YouTube. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Thank you all so much for listening to us and joining us on O-Face Wrestling. And thank you once more again, Mighty Myra, for joining us today. Thank you. Bye. Bye, everyone. Mm